Missy D. She's so talented, you know. Mm -hmm. I've just recorded a podcast and I've just I just deleted it as well because I just didn't like it. So I'm now taking take 100 on the journal of Missy D 3.0 and this is episode I don't even know. And uh today's episode is called Finding Ritu. Who is Ritu? That is me. My name is Ritu. Can I introduce myself to you? My name is Ritu Dami and that's who I was born as. Well, I tell a lie. I was actually I won't even tell you my full name because it's disgusting disgusting as me and my little nephew would say i uh, just don't like it it was a mixture of my mum's name and my dad's name shall i tell you why not why can't i tell you my full name is rajdeep kordami okay my dad's name was guldeep and my mum rajinder and they got the raj and the deep and they put it together uh, and of course i've got a core because i'm a sikh well by name and then i've dami is my surname so there you go finally revealed to the world and i don't understand why i i've always felt shame about telling anyone my full name uh there is no shame in anyone knowing your name because <laughs> but yeah so that was my name thank god though you see, i always say to my mum thank god you didn't call me kulraj or i could have been a kuljinder hi hi <laughs> I mean, Rajdeep is disgusting in itself. Sorry if you're a Rajdeep. I really apologise. I really do. But it, it's not for me. So when I was two, two-ish, my mum tells me she went to see a... She claims a Hemamalini film. And then she told me what the film name was. And I watched the film and I was like, there's no Ritu in that film, love. So she's got it a bit mixed up. But we I remember we used to go to the cinema a lot in Coventry. There was uh, two cinemas and, oh, it was amazing. The cinemas in those days, the big red velvety curtains. Um, and there would be like all these kind of like floundery type of designs, beautiful wallpaper, red fluffy carpet, samosas, the smell of samosas and B.O. and jar and whiskey and beer. People would just be having a picnic in inside the cinema. Uh, there's nothing, nothing like it. Um, so apparently my mum had seen a movie, Bollywood, obviously. And um, she said that the actress's name was Ritu. And uh, she loved that name. So if I, Ritu was born then. Well, the name Ritu. Obviously, the Gora way of saying it is Ritu. Uh, talking about Goras. Gora meaning white people. I have to sometimes translate because j not just uh, it's not just Asians that listen to this podcast. Let me tell you, there are Goras listening. Yes, uh, non-Asians uh, who can't speak the language. Uh, so I do uh, often translate uh, for them. But yeah, <laughs> When I used to work in schools, 
I mean, how, I mean, this is really ridiculous, right? Ritu, R-I-T-U is my name. And you have to introduce yourself. Uh, so, you know, as a supply teacher in primary. Hi, what's your name? I'm Ritu. Okay. And then the secretary takes down your name, gives you a key and all that stuff. And they'll take you down the corridor to your to your classroom and introduce you to the the teaching assistant. And they'll be like, this is Rita. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck, man? I just told you it's Ritu. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> And I'd correct him, Ritu. Oh, so I'm really sorry, Rita. Fuck's sake, man. It's four fucking letters. You can't get it right. But honestly, honestly, so many people have messed up the name Ritu to a Rita. <laughs> yeah, so. But Ritu is my name. Yeah, so that kind of born with the name Ritu. Why am I telling you this? <laughs> it's a very long story. Have you got the time to listen? Uh, talking about listening, can I firstly and foremostly say thank you. Thank you for listening. I am blown away. I just recently went to Leeds to my cousin Mumpreet's, uh It was like a late birthday party because it was a it was a birthday in July. But a few of her friends had already kind of managed to book out her birthday dates doing other stuff. Um, so it's like a belated birthday plus a reunion of her 40th birthday party because we had such a blast on her party in Leeds three three-ish years ago we were like reunion and then finally we got together on the reunion and also she has just become head of legal in her company so she went through hundreds of different uh, applicants and like the big hotshot kind of people um, and now she is the head the head of legal in a company where I think about 130 lawyers um, and legal people work under her. How amazing is that for a woman of colour? It is a big deal. So a big, massive congratulations uh, going out to my cousin. But at this party, it blew my mind how many of the girls kept talking about my podcast. I was like, how how do you know about my, my podcast? Because uh, we listen. <laughs> And it was like, what? You listen to my podcast? Because I just sit here talking shit, yeah? And, uh, and I'm thinking, no one's bloody listening. But they are, because obviously the stats tell me that. And not only just stats, it tells me where people are listening. And there are people listening across the world. I've got massive listenership in England, in America. I've got listenership in India, in Pakistan. I've got listenership in Germany. God, where was that? Pl- Australia. Uh, Russia, someone's listening there. Uh, gosh, Canada, um, Spain, uh, Thailand, Sri Lanka, loads of places. Listen, all over the bloody world, and I'm like, eh, they actually, <laughs> they actually listening to me. They do. It's it's amazing and amazing how not only did they say we listen. They went on to further say that, do you know what? I love listening to you because you're so bloody real. You say it how it is. You're so authentic. There is no filter with you. And it's not even like pretend or like scripted is what they was trying to say. It's like you don't kind of, you're not reading off anything and you can tell that it comes straight from your heart. And I was like, well, yeah, that's basically why I'm doing it, to be authentic, to be real. For people to understand that uh, there's nothing wrong with being real. A, a few said, I wish I could be like you uh, because people, you know, people, a lot of people think they have to live and act in a certain way to be accepted. 
And my way, the Missy D way or the Ritu way, actually, let's say it's the Missy D way because Ritu we'll talk about in a minute, right? The Missy D way has always been like, just say it how it is uh, and don't hold back. Be brave and be courageous and be a lion. And that's what Missy D does because Missy D, though, is a persona. I'm a facade. I am a big entity that I have created and I have now, unfortunately, buried a part of me and I didn't even know that. And that part of me is called Ritu Dami and Ritu died a death around 2001 uh, and now we're in 2023. So around 22 years ago, Missy D was born. And Missy D, as you know, went on to become, in your eyes, a celebrity. I've, I never call myself a celebrity. I never can. I never will. I just can't. I don't know why. I'm a known entity. But I only got to know that just like going to Leeds this weekend, just gone, and finding out these people listen to me. And not only that, they kind of, a few of the girls were talking about their lives to me. And she said that just by listening to you, it makes me feel like I wasn't the only one. And what you say, how you say it, it resonates with, with me. And then people open up about their lives. And I my job is done because my job here in life is to help change people's lives. Not because I'm Jesus or anything or any kind of santo sadhu or any kind of guru or any. I'm a nobody. Honestly, I'm not. But since being ill, I think even before being ill, I've always been like a doer, a giver. And I always believe in humanity. I've always believed in humanity and I've always wanted to kind of help change the world. I know it sounds a bit like um, that Coca-Cola ad. Remember that Coca-Cola ad? What was it? like to say the word nah, nah, in perfect harmony i like to hold it in my hand and keep it comp i'd like to sh what was that how did it go da, 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 da. something about the world in perfect harmony basically about saving the world so yeah my one and desire in life is just basically if i can change it not change someone's life because I can't change their life. If I can be of any help to anybody, then I will be. I've been like that even when I was a radio presenter and people used to come to me and say, Missy, can you help help me uh, become a, a good radio presenter? Can you train me? Can you give me your um, give me your wisdom? And can you show me, you know, how do you present? I had no qualms. I had no qualms in sharing my knowledge and skills with anybody i used to get told off by my mom and from people my friends like, why are you telling them why are you sh why are you giving all your 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 skills away and i was like well i'm not giving them away i'm just sharing my knowledge with them and if it can make them a better person then it's just going to have a knock-on effect to make their world a better place right but a lot of people don't see it like that a lot of people see it as well i took years to to gain this skill why should i then just give it on a silver platter to someone else well really you're not because you are helping them. right if you give your knowledge to this person and say right this is how you do it that person still can't be you they can't take away your knowledge can they you are you and if they do excel and, and are better than you 
shouldn't that be a proud moment shouldn't it be like fuck man i injected all that loving kindness into that person look at them they, they leaps and bounds ahead of me and they've done really really well wouldn't you want to do that or would you be jealous of that person some people in life do go for the jealousy thing and think well you know that could have been me but that is not me trust me it's from the core of my heart it's not me it it it, it really warms the cockles of my heart if i have given someone knowledge and skills and they've gone and they've made a better life for themselves and uh kind of that helped them why not so yeah going back to these girls i was blown away with how many people listen to the show i was like jesus and i walked into mumbreed's house and uh, her son uvi he's 11 it's like massey i listen to your podcast they're from up leeds i can't do leeds accent but it was like i was like shit and he went next sentence massey you swear a lot i was like let me just be honest with you v massey's always sweared where we refrain from swearing in front of you the show if you look at it it says explicit content it's not for children <laughs> and then his mom goes yeah we know but they listen to dmc <laughs> and uh, me and the dad swear so uh, they're used to it i was like phew i go so what do you think about the content he was like i really love it it's really good and i was like saying to him i goes why don't you try to be a podcaster like you're going into secondary school now and you're going to do media studies and stuff maybe looking to doing podcasts yourself so he was like well you could see He's scratching his head going, oh, yeah, maybe. And it was lovely. Just I bought a Manbreed a record player. And it was the cutest moment. She was like, I haven't got a record. And Asha, she's so cute. She's like, I think she's eight or nine. And she ran upstairs. She goes, mummy, mummy, we have got a vinyl. And she went upstairs and she came down with a CD. Like, you know, the, the metal CD. And she thought that was a vinyl. It was such a cute moment. And then UV, he went off and he came back down. I goes, UV, do you know what a tape is? And he was like, yeah, I know. I know what a tape is. And he went upstairs and he found a Walkman uh, and showed me that Walkman. And I was like, yeah, that's what your mussy w- grew up on. I did my first radio demo on a double deck tape. And I remember playing the song, And I was like, yeah, good afternoon. This is Re2D on Subrush Radio or Radio XL, whatever it was. And coming up, I've got blah, blah. And then I'll stop the tape and play the music. Oh, those, honestly, those, those really were the days. But um, today's episode is about finding Ritu. Why have I lost Ritu? Well, Ritu got lost many, many years ago. And I, d- <laughs> I didn't even know it. And this only came about by talking to that lovely shrink of mine. It always goes back to the shrink I know. And uh, I do a lot of tarif of this woman because you know now why because she's helped me so much but uh, recently i had a conversation with her and um i was kind of missing her actually because you know i tell you every week every few days in fact probably like yeah twice a week i'd get a how are you how are you and it's just standard isn't it that and i think it was last week 
I was like, she hasn't messaged me. But I know that it's, um, it's summer holidays and the kids are at home and stuff. And she's got so much work on. She's doing courses. She's got full time work. She's got her clientele. She's got write ups to do. She's got shit loads. I, I really feel sorry for her half the time. And then I'm like, right, where is she? Why is she not asked me? <laughs> How are you? Uh, so finally, I broke on Saturday. I was like, where's my how are you <laughs> and she was like i've been busy i was like i know but where's my how are you where where is it and she's like how are you i'm not well <laughs> why because my heart is broken why is your heart broken because my machine woman tells me my heart is blocked and she was like what are you on about woman i was like and then i told her the story that you don't know the story by the way so let me tell you so when I started my bioresonance machine, there's two programs. One program is two and a half hours. One is one hour, 10 minutes, right? I do the two hour, 20 minute one day and then one hour, 10 minute next day, then two hour, 20, then one ten, and so on and so forth. I've been doing that for over two months now and I see her once a month. Oh, damn, I have to pay her. Hold on, let me just put pay Vicky. I should pay her today. And <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, Shh. She on my day one, we did she did loads of testing and stuff. Towards the tail end of the the uh, session, she's like, "Oh, your heart chakra is blocked." Uh, I just did a whole thing about your chakras, and I was like, "Oh, that doesn't surprise me." But I am doing lots of therapy. Maybe uh, you know, I'll I'll tell one of my therapists and blah blah blah. And she's like, no, no, what I can do is I run the machine. Normally after five minutes, it normally can kind of balance it out. I'm like, okay, so did it. Five minutes happened and she goes, no, it's still blocked. She ran it again on that first session, blocked. So left it at that because on the one minute 10 one, she puts chakras and um, immune system boosting stuff on there, energy stuff on there. And so that's all the, the chakra stuff on there. So I, I run it every other day. Yeah, bear that in mind. And I've been doing that now for over two months. So imagine how many heart chakra treatments I've had. Loads, right? Shit loads. I went last week on Thursday and we, she ran it again. And I was. she just looked at me. I was like, Vicky, man, don't tell me. And I goes, gone. And she went, it's blocked. It hasn't budged. And I was like, is that normal? And she went, no. She got unheard of. She goes after one session, maybe two sessions, maximum three sessions, the um, the heart chakra will balance itself out or uh, it will unblock itself. You're, it's not moving. And she goes, that just tells me that you've got a huge, huge buried emotional baggage. And I was like, what the... Honestly, so I went back to Shrinky, my Shrinky Shrinky friend and, uh, you know, the friends with benefits, Shrink. <laughs> uh, uh, I was like, mate, what's going on? Because I'm really worried now. She's set me off, uh, you know, what's wrong with my heart? Why have I got a block heart ch chakra? So I'm not going to go into our conversation, but this is why she's so good and this is why I always study for because she is fucking amazing, honestly. After a long conversation and this, 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 it appears that she went, whose heart is not unblocking? My heart, obviously. Whose heart though? I was like, my heart. And she, she was she was really digging hard. And then in the end, she was like, listen, is it Missy's heart or Ritu's heart? She goes, in fact, from now, I'm just going to call you Ritu. I'm not calling you Missy no more. If that's okay. I'm like, for fuck's sake, man. Uh, do you have to? Like, yeah, I do. 
<coughs> I slept fine. Uh, and I goes, well, not many people call me V2. And they don't. Like my home, my, my mum will call me V2. Uh, my sisters, I knew my sister, she calls me Reet. My brother-in-law, he'll call me Re Ritz, Ritz, Ritzy, Vidu. <laughs> it depends on his mood. My sister in America calls me Chapati, which is round and brown. Yes, I know. No comment. <laughs> and my London sister, she'll call me Ritu, Rio, 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 <laughs> or Missy. Depends on her mood. But other than my family, like my cousin, my best friend and cousin Ram. He will call me Ritu. Uh, my poor Ji calls me Ritu and stuff. So, there are, like, my breathe calls me Ritu. Uh, Babi Ji, she calls me Ritu. So, my immediate family, they call me Ritu. But the rest of the world, I- I'm very comfortable being Missy because it's a very, it's, it's easier to, to live under the persona of Missy. I have been Missy since 2001. And Missy D grew and grew and grew to become this huge entity a huge well-known person which people talk about today it blew my mind that madhu the tv rose trunk woman right i don't know if you've heard the double trouble mama me but um she, how do i put this she put a post up on her facebook right uh about me of uh, being in radio and her remembering uh, listening to me on Club Asia Radio back in the day and how she would look forward to listen to the hot, sweet, sticky jalebi, bless your cotton juddies, all that kind of business. And uh, it was shocking, right? How many people uh, underneath that said exactly the same thing? So they're like, oh my God, I remember Missy. I thought she thinks she's the best thing since sliced bread and all this kind of business. And I'm like, Really? Honestly, because <laughs> it still blows my mind how how big this Missy became. And then how, as Missy became big, I'm not saying it got to my head. It became a joy to live under the persona of Missy D. Missy D is an entity, a persona with a mask on who can do anything. Like you can do anything because... Who is Missy? Missy is a made up character. Missy doesn't exist. Missy is the person that plays up to the public. Um, And when I can, when I play up to the public, I know how to play the public. I know how to play the role of Missy. And it's really hard to describe because I'm not being a fake, but I enjoy playing that character. Do you get me? So a bit like an actor when people, when actors passionately talk about love getting into the role and love getting into character and love losing themselves in that moment of being a person that doesn't exist, but they are breathing life into that life, into that character. That's what Missy D is all about. About blowing hot air and steam and fire into a character that I have made up. And a character that the whole world has loved and still love. And it's mind blowing that under that character, I can be anyone and do anything. There's nothing that I cannot do without fear, without guilt, without shame. Roll back to Ritu. Ritu is invisible. Ritu has always been invisible. Ritu has been a really, really, really 
shy child uh someone that when guests come round I'd be like shit in my pants going oh my god there's people in my house I would run to the kitchen and if my mum called me I couldn't even speak my my face would flash red literally my cheeks would go red and um I just didn't want to come out and I'd 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 make tea in the kitchen and get my sisters to um go and give the tea and the biscuits so I'd be like okay <laughs> and she'd have to come and give, give the tea and biscuits or smoose or whatever the hell it was and those days you know when your parents go notch dance show auntie uncle your dance I'm like shut up in my head I didn't say shut up but I'd be like no way in hell I'd rather eat my foot <laughs> so I was really shy like that and I was also a Miss Goody Two Shoes I still am uh, I've been put on a golden pedestal I am the savior of this family. I am the savior of the world. I can I'm the child that no one can be like. I have a halo on my head and every auntie and uncle going Ritu jaise Ritu jaise koi ho nahi sakta. Ritu is amazing. Ritu minu jaidiya. I want to Ritu because Ritu is an amazing child, an amazing person who does everything. And that's the person that I was and still am. a person that gives her whole life and dedicates it to everyone else but not herself you know helping everyone doing everything in this family being responsible for everything um dropping my shit to make sure everyone else shit is done on the cost of my life missy spent her life entertaining people and living a lavish floundery life uh dance like a rock star rocket like a rock star sex drugs rock and roll the whole lot misses out there having a fun honestly uh ritu ritu never went out partying ritu didn't go to nightclubs ritu didn't have boyfriends ritu didn't um you know have a secret fag or a secret drink somewhere no because ritu would not do that ritu was the golden child ritu mom says you can't do it then you're not going to do it you know that kind of thing because you're going to bring shame onto the family so without going too deep into this there are two of me there's two of me so going back to shrinky friend that's what I'm going to call her now shrinky friend she has many names but I'm not going to tell you what they are because that's between me and her so for a reference for you uh it, we can either call her shrinky friend or we can call her friend with benefits friend let me see is there an acronym on that friend with fwb <laughs> i think shrinky friend might sound nicer hmm i don't know we'll i'll find a name for her but anyway so going back to the one that i think is amazing um she was like do you now do you understand why your heart your um you're not healing why she is not she, she didn't kind of say that i made that shit up she didn't say this is not this is why you're not healing she says whose heart are you trying to heal mine of course shrinky no but who as a mine and no 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 let's go back here are you healing missy's heart are you missing or, or have you been healing ritu's heart I was like, well, of course, I'm Missy's heart. Why would I want to be healing Ritu's heart? Why have you not been he- healing Ritu's heart? I was like, because Ritu's dead, buried, and gone. I buried that boring golden girl t- two decades ago. 
in 2001, Missy D was born, 2002, something like that. And uh, I left her behind because, gosh, Ritu was so boring. And Ritu was like um, a typical Capricorn, loyal to the core, family orientated, homely girl, cook and clean, hanji penji, hanji penji, do anything for mummy and daddy and sister and brother and fucking cousin and this, that and the other, auntie, uncle, the forever servant who would be there on tap at the wave of a magic wand. So who would want to be that person? Exactly. And then along came the big, huge entity known as Missy D. So I was like, why would I want to heal Ritu's heart because I don't even know who that person is anymore. I haven't lived under. I mean, this is really hard to describe, and I some. I hope I am resonating with you. I hope you're getting where I'm coming with this. I guess I'm just explaining this to you because maybe someone out there has kind of is experiencing something similar. I mean, not maybe you're not a radio presenter or you're not a, a personality, but maybe you're 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 living a life that you feel you are having to live. To please others and you're not your authentic self do you know what i'm saying and you buried your authentic self and maybe you're yearning to find that person well i'm now on a search for my authentic self i don't know who i am it's mad isn't it like because like you could be living under the guise of is it guys is that, how, is that how you say it you know maybe you're just there living your life being the prodigal son and daughter or daughter maybe you're living the, your life as the uh, the forever loyal, good daughter-in-law or son-in-law, or you are the son that is trying to make your parents happy and your kids happy and your wife happy. Uh, but what about you? Are you happy? Do you know who you are? Do you know you? Have you ever done anything for yourself? Do you know I'm, where I'm going with this, right? So it doesn't just apply to me as a radio personality and someone that has a facade. It could relate to you, you know, maybe a wife who is now a mother, who before that was the perfect daughter. Uh, so you're running along in life on this treadmill of being somebody that is expected of you and you're playing that perfect role because you know that that is expected of you and you're doing it perfectly. But what about you? Who is the core of you? Where is the real you? Do you even know who you is? Have you explored that? I haven't. And on Saturday, she had me flipping tears, man, just before I was getting dressed to Leeds. She's like, do you get it? Your heart is totally blocked because you haven't even touched your heart. Not your heart, Missy, Ritu's heart. You haven't explored it. You haven't touched it. And she, you've, um, and because the woman, the bioresonance woman, Vicky, she said to me, she goes, you've got some really deep, 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 deep emotional baggage um, that is not allowing your heart chakra to open. And if when I spoke to my um, shrinky woman, shrinky woman, <laughs> she's going to kill me. <laughs> I'll give myself jokes here. I'm going to have to find a name. I don't know how to refer to her. Well, I don't want to publicly tell her name to you, do I? Oh, gosh, I bet actually I'm going to have to ask her what what public name I should give to her. <laughs> well, yeah, shrinky woman, she's like, well, um, 
you 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 haven't you haven't even uh, allowed Ritu to come out. So how are you going to heal that heart? And I was like, you're fucking good, man. You're so good. Um, so not only that, she spoke to me on a level and she was like, tell me if it's too much, if I'm being too over, too over the top. I'm like, no, mate, you just carry on um, because I want to sort this shit out and stuff. So now we're working on healing me. I mean, you know, go figure, as they say in, in American, go figure. Uh, all that healing work I thought I was doing for the past seven years, it's not gone to waste. I have have cognitive shifts here. I have had physical shifts here. Uh, but I'm healing the wrong the wrong thing. All I've been doing is scratching the arse of Missy D and the scratching the surface of Missy D. I haven't touched Ritu. And... <laughs> I've been, I mean, I've sat here telling you that I've not kind of addressed Ritu for 21, 22 years. I mean, she still floats about because, my, like I said, my entire family, they call me Ritu. Um, but that's just a name. I don't, I don't know who Ritu is because my life has been amazing living under Missy. Everything is under Missy. You go on my social media, that's Ritu. The person that is even singing, screeching, can't sing and is on public um, platforms going, let me sing this song really badly for you. Let me do this for you. I don't give a shit what I look like. I don't give a shit what I, how I sing, whatever. I'm just doing it for your attention. Why? Because I'm Missy. Would Ritu, me, Ritu, go out there and do that? Never in a million freaking years, mate. Never because she would shit her pants. She was not the person that wanted to go on stage. She was not the person that wanted to be a public figure. She was the person that only knew how to be an invisible person because she was berated most of her life for being fat, for being ugly, for being hairy, for being um, just a, a fatty. Uh, and, and a cousin of mine used to always call me, okay, the fatty, how are you fatty? And, he, and he'd make a joke of it and he, he thought it was funny. Um, so and that stayed with me for life. Do you know what I mean? I mean, and and uh, people in my life telling me you'll be you're good for nothing. You're a nobody. Uh, you're a piece of shit. And that's the kind of uh, life that Ritu. <sighs> Sorry, just had to stop for a second and. <laughs> gather myself back together yeah that is the kind of life that Ritu has lived but nobody would have known that because Missy has never spoke about it and Missy has never made that public knowledge much to the disgust of my mother if she ever listens to this podcast she'll be probably uh, probably have a heart attack and be up in arms and going you know because she's the Gisina Dasina person why are you telling everyone about your life um, why shouldn't I? I'm not, I'm not, I've not done anything wrong and I'm not, I'm not being horrible to anyone. I'm just kind of sharing my truth and uh, there's nothing wrong with sharing the truth. I'm not looking for any attention, but uh, as I said at the beginning of this podcast, if I can help one person to understand um, their life or resonate with anything, what I'm saying and think, shit, man, that sounds like me. You know, I was this person as a child. 
and I had to please everyone. And then I got married and I had to please my husband. And then I became a mom and I had to please my kids. And then I was in this job and I had to please my boss. And then uh, and then I became a grandma and I had to please my grandkids. What about me? What about you? Does anyone stop and think, what about me, the authentic you and what do you really want or, or, or are all of us humans here just to play a role and star in our own little kind of production of, oh, I'll play this role, then I'll play this role and I'll play this role and I'll play this role, how I'm conditioned to play, play this role because most of us play the role how we have been told and taught to play that role. So I was conditioned all my life. I've been controlled all of my life and I have only done what mummy has told me to do. And I have also done what society has conditioned me to be. And that when you see me as the rebel, Missy, like I don't give a fucking flying fuck person. That's not Ritu. Ritu would be up in arms and horrified at saying no or like I don't give a flying fuck. She gives a fuck. Missy D don't give a fuck because Missy D can do that because you got it. Missy D don't exist. I can make Missy D whoever the hell I want. And there's no repercussions on Missy D because I don't exist. Find us birth certificate with the name Missy D. Go and find it for me. And if you do, I'll give you a, a trillion pounds. Do you see where I'm going now with this? Exactly. So this is why I have called today's podcast finding v2 Woo! Uh, um. a difficult one <clears throat> i'm doing some tapping right now but i felt i had to do it I'm tapping on my eyebrow, I'm tapping on my chest and I'm tapping just under my armpit. Uh, it's called abreacting. So when you kind of get emotional, it really helps. Jesus Christ, that's so good. Um, it's called abreaction uh, when you get emotional. And if you start this tapping uh, and in your head, you're just going, it's okay, it's okay. I've calmed down now. Yeah, today has, has been a difficult one because I'm working alongside somebody else now along with my shrinky friend <laughs> i don't like that name i don't know what to call her <laughs> friend with benefit no oh god ninja but she, no i don't like to call her ninja anymore i don't know i'll find i'll find next time next time i'll have a name for you okay so <laughs> yeah i'm working alongside someone else as well and we are uh going to be working on ritu and ultimately heal the person that I am. I'm going to have to explore myself and things in Ritu's life that may have led for me to have this deep-seated sadness in my heart. I don't even know what it is, if, if the truth be told. I don't know what sadness is. There is in my heart. I know the the basics of it, you know, which I've done time and time again with the therapist. And this happened, and that happened. I've got memories, yes, of what happened in my life. Now I don't know whether I did those memories from the perspective of Missy D. I don't think I did. I did do it as the person that was going through whatever they were at that time. 
But <clears throat> Ridu is a whole new board game, right? Oh my god. I mean, why is fucking life so fucking complicated? And I shouldn't be swearing because Yuvi might be listening to this. <laughs> and Yuvi, if you are listening, don't listen. This is not for you. Honestly, you're, you're probably going to think Mussy's a weirdo. I'm not even his Mussy. Check it out. I'm his grandma or something like Or my great grandma? I don't know. These Indian relationships, I don't understand them. They do my head in. Yeah, apparently, I think I'm his great grandma. I've got a cousin, Rajwant. She's from Wolverhampton. And I'm the great grandma to her kids or something. I don't get it. Honestly, I don't. But like her mum is my sister, cousin, sister. So then I don't know. Don't ask me. But anyway, I never I, I still I, I'm very dissy and I get most dissy things and traditions and cultures and stuff. But I still don't understand the the names of uh, people and how you call them that. So like Dharani, Jatani, Panoya, uh, Sal- and Nasali, I know. And this is just in Punjabi relationships. Hindu relationships that have different names like God uh like so my sister's mother-in-law is my mum's Samdan like I don't know Samdan so my mum my yeah my sister's mother-in-law is my mum's Samdan if you're Hindu if you're Punjabi she is her Kurmini I think Kurmini it's mental <laughs> I've learned the basics, but maybe if there is anyone out there that can uh, kind of bust out all the Punjabi, Hindi, Urdu relationships. It's very interesting. I love it. I mean, I know his sister in Urdu, Khala, I think. Khala or Khala? Khala? I don't know. It's all it's, it's all super interesting. Uh, I've got a, a, another friend who speaks Hindi. Hindi me baat karti hai. Hamesha. And she kind of English me baat karti hai. तो फिर इंग्लिश में बात करती है एंड शी जस्ट फ्लोज एफर्टलेसली फ्रॉम इंग्लिश टू बिट ऑफ हिंदी तो फिर थोड़ा सा उर्दू में बोलती है एंड इट्स अमेजिंग बिकॉज आई एम नॉट पॉलिशिंग अप माई उर्दू हिंदी बिकॉज ऑफ द वे शी स्पीक्स अपेरली हर मॉम ऑलवेज स्पोक अ मिक्सचर ऑफ हिंदी एंड उर्दू आई लव द लैंग्वेज उर्दू इज वाउ हैड गेट उर्दू एंड हिंदी फ्रॉम बींग री टू And if anyone has found Ritu, by the way, can you send him my way? Because <laughs> she's got some bloody work to do. But um, today I had a session with this other person. Uh, I've got to find a, a, a name for her as well without revealing her identity. And uh, I've had her a few times. And Shrinky Friend had sent her my way. And um, every time she'd be like, how was it? I'm like, yeah, she was good. She's not you. And she was like, woman, why are you judging her? Why are you not giving her a chance? I goes, I am. I am giving her a chance. But shrinky friend, she's not you. I trust you like with my life. I have told everything to you. With you, I can say anything and everything without even missing a heartbeat. Like I don't stop myself. You know, sometimes you have to have a filter. I don't have filters. You know that about me, me Missy, right? Me too, Missy. Fuck knows who the fuck I am. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> it is frustrating. Trust me. <laughs> But yeah, I was like, yeah, she she's just not you. I don't know what it is. I'm kind of uh, holding back. And she was like, just keep going with it. You will break with her. Not like breaking, like have a breakdown. Um, you will trust her. 
and she she trusted this person so much she was like just if you trust me then tr keep trusting me on this one i'm like okay fine and today was a phenomenal experience with this person and yeah today completely trusted her and i was like wow what a session all this stuff you come out with I really bonded with her and now i feel i can move forward in trying to find Ritu alongside with her and the help of Shrinky Friendy as well. So my journey is, has now started in regards to finding myself and it's going to be the hardest thing that I've ever done. I mean, who knew that by becoming a persona that I kind of lost myself along the way and it wasn't a deliberate thing. But I guess if you put a kid in a sweet shop, they're just going to go crazy, and eat all the e-numbers and then just have the best time ever. And I guess that's what happened to me. But then things got complicated and hard and then I got lost along the way. Then I became ill. Then I became frustrated. And then there I was trying to heal the wrong me. <laughs> it all makes sense now. Not saying that Missy hasn't had to go through healing missy did missy has gone through a lot of shit which you know the the bullying at work the being treated like shit in media that wasn't with that was missy right being uh trodden upon by many people being used and abused by people in the media that was missy shit that i've dealt with but i guess that's surface shit but you know if a, a house is not built on solid foundations what's going to ha happen you're going to huff and you're going to puff and you're going to blow the house down, right? Because that house is not going to stand strong and solid, right? So if my foundations are a bit effed up at the moment, how is how am I how 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 am I going to carry on in life and how am I going to get better? I'm not. So this is a massive revelation in my life and I am wowed wowed by my friend with benefits uh, who is the shrink. Uh, and uh, I said to her, this is why I always do your tarif, because tarif, 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 um, because you blow my mind. And she doesn't, she doesn't, she's like a bit like me, like she is so good at what she does. She doesn't like to blow her own trumpet. And I don't think she even knows how good she is. I highly recommend her to all the people around me. And I, I, I will only recommend people that I really truly believe in. And the people that have gone to her have gone, fuck me, she's good. Honestly, she's so good. And she does all sorts of modalities, all sorts of like hypnotherapy, uh, flipping uh, psychotherapy, NLP, inner child, EFT, bloody bloody, everything. Just think of everything. I think she does most things. Oh, grief, she does grief counseling. Um, she, her speciality actually is in grief counseling and stuff. And not just grief of losing a person like death, grief of losing something in your life. Now, for example, like I'm grieving at the moment. My grief is losing Ritu. Ritu, Ritu, Ritu. It doesn't matter which way you say it, right? Ritu, Ritu, same thing. Um, I say it all sorts, sorts of ways. But yeah, so her, her job then is to help you get over the grief of the loss of whatever so um yeah but she doesn't know how good she is she just kind of brushes it off going yeah 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 it's my job this is what i'm here to do but the amount she puts into me and uh, through just 
because of the love of wanting to heal me. Oh, I I don't even believe in Allah. She believes in Allah. And I often say to her, can you please say um, thank you to Allah from me for sending you to me? And which puts a bit of um, belief into my heart sometimes that there are good people out there. And I have recently come across, uh, you know, Double Trouble Mamma Me last week, we were talking about our tribe, um, you know, growing with the beautiful queens that we met at the shoot. And then just recently in Leeds, meeting a bunch of girls uh, who, again, growing tribe. These are women around my age who also have been wounded, are wounded, are going through whatever they're going through, but we really connected on a heart level and everyone telling their story and it was just absolutely amazing i keep inviting people to my house so last week we invited all the queens from the t-rose trunk shoot my sister and i managed to invite all of the leeds massive down to coventry i'm a hoster i love hosting when i was ill i still am ill but when i was more ill it used to be quite hard to host and it still is quite hard to host but I still like to do it. So yeah, I might be having that. I've still got to meet my shrinky friend. She says she'll come here, but I'm like, mate, you're so bloody busy. And like, she's going to have to get a train and then another train, then another train, then come here, then go back by train. I'm like, I'll come to bloody wherever you are in London um, and just drive. So I'm going to have to work out a date and then hopefully inshallah the other girl um lovely one that i'm working with she's in india in punjab actually and um she's hopefully uh coming to london and so i'm gonna have to i promised to hang out with her <laughs> shrinky friend might not like it because shrinky friend might think i'm gonna corrupt her <laughs> by <laughs> by giving her champagne but uh She's up for it. She said she'll she'd love to have a drink with me. So I'm not that much of a corrupter. I do look after people. But yeah, so isn't it nice that these people surround you uh, with love and kindness? And there's that other friend. Um, that I've, Well, I've got another friend, actually, who I recently have been speaking to. And it's crazy, 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 crazy how we think like each other. Um, and I'm like this, 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 this. And they're like, oh oh my God, that's me as well, blah, 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 blah. Uh, so we call ourselves like twins from another mother. It's, um, it's, yeah, I just feel blessed, I guess. But um, this is a, another long podcast. Um, I hope today you have understood what the Finding Ritu thing is about. I'm just sharing with you that, uh, you know, I haven't got to square one. I've got not gone to square one. I've just found uh, another starting point. Uh, for me to start at to continue with my healing journey healing uh it's not like uh, say you, you you're on a weight loss journey and you want to learn you want to lose 30 kgs you lo- you lose the 30 kgs you've gone from 80 to 50 which is quite a lot <laughs> but when you're at 50 um i guess it is like losing weight that's wrong of me to say because when you get to the 50 kg if you want to stay at the 50 you have to maintain it right you still got to do exercise but not as much as you did you still have to eat healthy but you can maybe have a break here and a break there do you know what i'm saying so it's similar with i guess uh healing it's just not like you go from a to b and then that's it no you've got to you you obviously have to maintain it and 
I'm sure there's not that much more work than from A to B. When you get to B, there's probably less bit of work, but there still has to be work, if you know what I mean. And I think it'll be probably just simple things like, you know, affirmations and uh, positive thinking, uh, using different tools in your toolbox. And um, I've heard I've heard it gets easier. I've heard once you get to a certain point, whatever is you you attract who you are right so when your perspective changes and your ah changes inside of you and you're not doing that ah anymore inside and you're going ah then you're going to attract the ah as well this is my understanding i haven't got to that point yet i thought i had and i'm not being a phony <laughs> and uh, all the stuff i've said to you has not been a lie it's all been truthful i just think i've just found another kind of let's say magic roundabout at the yeah turning point magic roundabout whatever you want to call it but the 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 journey continues i'm i almost gave up again last week because i was like oh jesus heart chakra not moving the machine woman i've been with her two months and there are a few bugs had moved nothing major i even said to her she bloody machine bloody broken just telling me like two bugs have gone i've got like massive bugs and viruses parasites the lot and she was like no it's not broken it's just that if your heart chakra is not going to move uh, and it's holding on to stuff then you know it all kind of synchronizes together i see i'm like cha I better tell her to start calling me Ritu as well. So be, feel free if you fancy calling me Ritu instead of Missy. The choice is yours, my lovely. Um, and maybe you can help me, uh, you know, on my healing journey. Don't forget, if you want to email me, the journal of Missy D at gmail.com. And any hints and help or any advice would be um, most welcome. Huh. I can't believe I just shared all that with you. Um, but it, I guess it feels good. Uh, it feels strange. Uh, for years and years, people used to always ask me, like, what's your real name? I was like, well, that's for me to know and you to find out. Like it was some big, massive mystery. And it would have kind of tarnished me if you knew my real name. Uh, but um, so can you imagine how much I have shunned Ritu? Ritu, I'm now on a journey to find. It's going to be a very painful journey. It's going to be a very deep journey. It's going to be a journey that I am not looking forward to. And uh, that will be chugging along in the background whilst I'm talking to you on a weekly basis. Depending on my mood, will I share that with you? I don't know. We'll see. Um, you know me uh, uh, as authentic <laughs> as they come. Take care. Be good. And uh, yeah, go and find yourself. Go and find who you are. Because all of us have an authentic self, but all of us kind of shun it and we just get on with what people want us to be rather than the us being the person that we were born to be. Think about it. Hot, sweet, thick, jealousy, Missy D.